All right, so today on the podcast, we have Coach Matt Martin. Coach Martin is the head football coach at Space Coast High School in Florida. Uh, this is a wonderful podcast, tells a, a lot of good stories about his life, his upbringing, and then goes to it, the scheme of what he does at Space Coast High School. And I know you will love listening to this podcast. All right, welcome to the to the podcast today. Uh, we have Coach Matt Martin on the podcast. Coach, please introduce yourself to all the listeners out there. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, my name is Matt Martin. Uh, I'm the head football coach at Space Coast High School in Cocoa, Florida, uh, here in Brevard County, um, right on the Atlantic Ocean side. Um, so this is my first year as a head coach. That's awesome, Coach. Talk about where you were before, because I know you were in Georgia, and, and you kind of took the reverse trip. Like most people, when they go to Georgia, they'd never come back to Florida. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, my wife and I were discussing tonight. We uh, uh, So I was actually born in Georgia, um, moved down here. Um, there was a kid. Uh, both my parents worked in the space program. Uh, out at Kennedy Space Center. Um, so I grew up in Brevard County, uh, played high school football in Brevard County, uh, played at Rockers High School for Chuck Wood, um, who's now in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, was lucky to you know, to play in the championship program and, and just have all these great coaches around us, um, you know, growing up as role models. And, and um, then – after college and I went to UCF and um, so met my wife we got married and and uh, you know I was teaching and coaching here in Brevard and kind of got that kind of felt that pull um, you know being from Georgia and knowing what high school football in Georgia is you know I just kind of felt that pull um, and and uh, so uh, my first stint, so I've had two trips to the state of Georgia. Um, so my first trip, uh, uh, I was a strength conditioning coach, and I coached defensive ends uh, at Cairo High School down in South Georgia. So the syrup makers, the uh, number one mascot in the country uh, by ESPN there. Wait, so you're, literally they were the syrup makers, the Cairo High School syrup makers? Yes. So, and it's spelled like Cairo, Egypt, right? But in South Georgia, you pronounce it Cairo. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and uh, so the story is, is you no, know, the Roddenberry syrup factory. So was there in town. And so they made syrup. So they made pickles. Um, so the Roddenberry pickles are still made, uh, to this day, uh, but the syrup is no longer made. Um, so back in the day, th there was a game, and it was raining really bad, and the owner of the syrup company goes back to the back to the factory and grabs a bunch of ponchos that had the Roddenberry syrup logo on the back of it, and now there's you know there's all these people in the stands. Now this goes way back. Somebody can probably, somebody will probably hear this and correct me, but maybe 
maybe the sixties or the seventies, maybe, maybe earlier than that. And uh, so they, they took on the name, the syrup makers and the girls teams are the syrup maids. Oh, that is great. So you got syrup makers and the syrup maids. And, and so, um, I spent some time, uh, at Cairo and, uh, which they were, they were coming off a state championship as me and some other guys were getting there. Um, and so I worked for a guy named Tom Falaw, who is now the athletic director there. Um, so he's no longer coaching and, uh, just a great experience and kind of little did we know um, we had a one-year-old son. So when we moved up there and if you know anything about South Georgia, it's like the peanut capital of the world, right? Oh yeah, no doubt. So we moved to Cairo, Georgia in the middle of hundreds of thousands of acres of these peanut farms. And our one-year-old son has a severe peanut allergy. Oh no. And we did not know that until we got there. Oh, my goodness. And so we were in Cairo for nine months. Um, and when, when we left Florida, um, I was coaching at Merritt Island High School um, for Jeff McLean, and who is my coaching mentor um, to this day. And, and uh, so I called Jeff. And you know, I kind of explained the situation. I said, Coach, we're moving back. Um, I don't have a job. Um, just, you know, any coaches in the area that are looking, I mean, I'll teach anything. I'll coach anything. So we're just trying to get back. So he says, okay. And about 30 minutes later, my phone rings, and it's Jeff again. And he says, hey, you want your old job back? And I said, sure, Coach. When do I start? So when he said February 22nd, I said, I'm there. And so that's kind of how we got back to Florida the first time. And, you know, it's, you know, we look back on it and, you know, we're like, you know, why did God open that door for us or, or what led us there? Or, I mean, why would, you know, God move us there to, 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 you know, son with a peanut allergy and, and all that so lots of questions you know for us trying to figure it out and then so worked for Jeff you know for several more years five more years and uh kind of started getting the pull to be a head coach you know I felt like hey you know I think I'm ready and so one of the guys that I worked with at Cairo um he was the defensive coordinator down there he was the head coach at Monticello at this time. Um, and so, uh, Doug Huff, uh, so his name. And so Doug called and, uh, offered me a job. And so, you know, when somebody you know, from Georgia calls and offers you a job, you know, usually there's a good amount of dollar signs with it. And, um, so we were a, a single income family at the time. Uh, my wife was a stay at home mom and, no, it's kind of funny because we were discussing this over dinner tonight, and 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 you know, when we needed, we needed it most. You know, we made a lot of sacrifices as a family to to let my wife be a stay-at-home mom, 
um, so and raise our kids. And, and so we have three boys now. And, and um, so teaching and coaching in Georgia no afforded us that. Um, yeah, no doubt. We did so, this, we basically the same thing ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so, you know, you go there and you can support a family on one income. And, and live in a decent house, you know, and, 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 you know, have a little, a little extra money at the end of the month. But, um, you know, by us not going back, you know, uh, so I worked for Doug for a year and so, so he moved on and I became the athletic director there. Um, and I was the offensive line coach for a year. Then I become the athletic director and the offensive coordinator. Um, so, you know, serve in that role for three years at Monticello High School uh, up there in Jasper County. Um, and then so we kind of that felt like that door was starting to close a little bit. And, and uh, um, my wife is an is a interior designer. And so uh, by education and and uh, she was offered an amazing interior design job uh, back here in Brevard. So where we're from, um, uh, Space Coast was hiring for a head coach. Um, they called and offered me the job one day. And, and so, so we discussed it and everything kind of lined up and it was an easy move for us. That's awesome, Coach. It's Man, it's, it's, I love hearing people's stories of, of how they end up being a coach, where they are. Uh, talk about Space Coast and what that program was when you took it over and kind of how you're, uh, what you're doing with it, with it now for people that, that are not familiar with that. Sure. So Space Coast High School, um, you know, obviously the name. Um, so our area of the state of Florida is called the Space Coast. Um, you, know, you have the Treasure Coast, you know, just south of us. Uh, the Forgotten Coast is up in the Panhandle. So, you know, there's kind of regions, you know, of the state of Florida that 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 uh, um, that you know carry these tags. You know, obviously ours is the Space Coast, you know, because Kennedy Space Center right here, and and uh, um, so it's it's actually the closest school to the Space Center, and it's one of the newer schools in the county. Uh, but there's 16 high schools in the county. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that includes three private okay. uh, football playing schools in the county. Um, so Space Coast was opened back in the, the middle 2000s, I think 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. Um, and so it's a newer school. And so – it's no, we're five a um, no, but we're a junior senior high. So we have seventh and eighth graders on our team also. Um, no, they play, uh, they play JV for us. So um, kind of what excited me about it was now you get kids for six years. So a kid could come through your program and he's been under your direction, you know, your instruction for six years. Um, you know, if he plays, you know, uh, um, you know his entire time um, while he's there. And, and so, um, you no, know, but we're sandwiched right in between some really good football, 
uh, here in Brevard. And so kind of what attracted me to Space Coast was, was uh, the type of community. You know, it's a very blue collar community. Um, and when in my last 10 years in the county, we've played Space Coast a good amount. And, and they always had, you know, they always played a good, you know, physical brand of football. They always had tough, you know, hard-nosed kids. Um, and just, you know, that's my brand of football. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm reading your Twitter. It says run the triple. I, I was assuming you're a triple coach. Am I, am I correct on that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's, that is correct. Okay. I got you. So, so and, 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 you know, coming in, so, you know, when I started working for Jeff at Merritt Island, um, you know, we were a triple option team and, but we ran it out of the eye and, and, uh, um, so, you know, a little bit about my time there, um, I was there for nine years. Um, we won almost 90 games in nine years together. Um, so as a staff. Um, and, and so, you know, had some good playoff runs, you know, but we, we came up short. Uh, um, you know, we would always run into, you know, a Bell Glade Central or American Heritage or, you know, or somebody like that, uh, a Bishop Moore. Um, so that, 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 uh, uh, you know, put us out. But, uh, no year in and year out. Um, so Merritt Island's, you know, one of the top programs in the state. And, and so, you know, I learned the triple from him. And then, so I guess my last couple years, we got a little run of, of, of skill guys. Um, you know, we had a six, four quarterback um, who came up through our little league system at Merritt Island and, and uh, uh, named Nick Smith. And so, uh, Nick signed a scholarship at uh, University of Wyoming to go play quarterback, um, and uh, uh, you know we had we had a Division One quarterback and we had four Division One wide receivers, and we kind of looked at each other one offseason and said, "Hey, you no, know, it's time to get out of this thing. Um, let's get out from under center and uh, and let's start throwing it around a little bit." Um, so you know, got to kind of learn you know learn a lot from him and, and so but when I took the job at Space Coast you know I looked at the type of kids that we had and we've got triple option kids mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean we would have been wasting our time in four wide uh knowing the gun so trying to run inside zone and 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 know all the things you know that everybody else is you know, across the country is trying to do and and kind of my philosophy was you know I want to win and early and nobody in the county runs this there's very few teams in central florida that run it there's not a lot of defensive coordinators that have had to defend it in the county and so, um, you know, we kind of sat down and said, okay, let's do this. And so we ran the triple this year. Um, and, uh, uh, no kids bought into it. Um, so it didn't, uh, no, it didn't hurt that, that my starting fullback this year, uh, his dad's from Nebraska. 
Oh, shoot. So, so he knows a, all about the triple then. <laughs> so he's a huge Nebraska fan. So the kid's a huge Nebraska fan. So, you know, the first day of the summer where we start, you know, going over formations, you know, the kid raises his hand. He goes, Coach, are we running the triple? I said, yes. He goes, like Nebraska? I said, well, not, you know, too tight. We don't have Tommy Frazier, but, yeah, like Nebraska. So, <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, no, we were effective with it. Um, I mean, we didn't win as many games, you know, of course, as we wanted to, but, um, you know, for year one. Um, and, and so Space Coast has been spread since it opened. And they've always been, you know, mediocre, um, but never felt like they had spread athletes, you know, coaching against them. Um, and, and, and so, uh, you know, we wanted to do what we thought we could win right away with. Um, so that was our philosophy on offense. And, and uh, um, uh, so we went with it. Coach, I, one, we ran triple for a little bit my first year as a, as a head coach, and we realized quickly that it did not fit our personnel. Obviously, you have a much better, you have a much better experience with the, the triple option. Um, one thing I found interesting about running the triple is, like, what do you do about your defense? Because um, they obviously are going to spend time learning to defend your own offense. Like, how do you get them ready for, like, different styles of offense, like spread or pro or – um, I don't know what all y'all see down there. How do you how do you make sure they are ready to play like your your spread teams? Because I, I was talking to a Wofford coach a couple of years ago, and they talked about about that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, and that was something you know that we ran into this year was you know because and it, it, no, it's a double edged sword, and if we're a spread team, then our defense practices against spread every day. The Missy mm -hmm. spread in the game, right? Or if you're a triple team, then your defense sees triple every day in practice and has to get ready for the spread. So it's it's. You know, we kind of looked at it was, okay, do we want to be better on offense? And and I mean, how do we want to distribute our athletes? Right there, you go. So. We took our best athletes, we put them on defense, um, and we just wanted to be ball control on offense. We wanted to shorten the game. Um, we wanted to get first downs, run the clock, and, uh, and, and so keep our defense off the field. Because, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, I think you know, people, they want to run spread because the information is out there there's a ton of information. They can turn the TV on on Saturday. They can turn the TV on on Sunday. Their kids can turn the TV on you know, on Saturday and see, you know, you know, say Trevor Lawrence, you know, running the same scheme that we are. Well, not everybody's got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, no doubt. And we shoot. Shoot, we, we got the point this year. We had, like, four varsity skill kids, so spread was out the window this year for sure. <laughs> yeah. It, so, um, we put our athletes on defense, and, 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 and we um, – now, we had, you know, four guys that did go both ways. 
Um, and, and but you no, know, as far as the defense go, um, uh, uh, you know, our coordinator did a great job this year, Zach Cooch, who's Space Coast alumni, um, and uh, he went off and uh, played at Murray State, uh, had a good career uh, up at Murray, and and uh, had been coaching at Space Coast uh, for a while, and they were always good on defense. Um, through the years, they were always good on defense. And, and so, you know, I wanted to keep Zach there. And, and uh, um, but we're a pressure defense now. I mean, we're, we, uh, we're high risk, high reward. Uh, so we're going to come after you. Talk about that a little bit. So, like, you guys three down, four down coverage-wise, if you're pressure, I'm assuming you're man-to-man. Talk, talk about that a little bit. Yep. So, we're four down. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, we're a true 4-3, um, but we're going to play quarters. Um, and, and uh, you know, we mix some man in there. And, and uh, but, uh, you know, I really leave those guys alone on the defensive side. I don't – I mean, uh, they present their game plan and they tell me, Coach, this is what we're doing. Um, this is why we're doing it. We, we think we can stop them doing this these are their favorite plays and we're going to do this you know and and uh, so i kind of leave those guys alone over there but um yeah no we are starting a too high shell and then but most of what we're doing is quarters um but we're a we're a moving front um so we're going to stem and we're going to slant um and and uh, uh so we're going to twist you know and and uh on on obvious passing downs and and uh but you know we worked we worked the blitz and we got good at it um and and uh so we got a blitz period every day in practice where we run through all of our stunts and our blitzes um and we were fortunate uh this year so we had a transfer this off season um uh, a family moved up here from Miami and uh, they brought two sons with them. Um, uh, the one's a senior, one's a sophomore. And so the senior, when he got to us, was already committed to Louisville. Oh, geez, that helps. <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. And he was a free safety. And so and we're kind of watching his highlight tape and they kind of played the same style of defense. You know, they would walk him down in the box and they would bring him and, and I mean, they would do some different things with him. So he was kind of used to that. So we kind of looked at each other and like said, Hey, I mean, like this is the best player on the field. Let's make him at home here and let's kind of fit this defense around him. Um, and, so, uh, you know, he kind of became our quarterback, you know, on defense on the field, and and uh, so would make our calls and checks. But um, uh, no, we would give up, give up some stuff. You know, I mean, we're gonna give up the flat. I mean, uh, no, somebody wants to throw it out there to a running back for a three or four yard gain. You know, so, so we're gonna give you that, but you got to get it off first. Mm-hmm. That's good, Coach. Man, I, I love listening to people's philosophy. I think that's just one of the coolest, coolest parts of this thing where people 
you know, talk about, we believe this, we believe that. And I just think it's, it's, it's so good. So if you're pressure defense, what's your special teams like? So we're, uh, um, we're your traditional, uh, a field goal alignment. Um, uh, no, but we're a, a, a shield punt team. Um, so we're rugby punt. Um, and we felt like, you know, with our defense, um, we want to play that field position game. And so we went and found a kicker that's a soccer player. And we said, you know, we're going to be shield punt, but we're going to be rugby style. And so we would call it from the sideline. Um, and we tried to put uh, pressure on some teams that, that um, you know, we felt like, you know, maybe we didn't match up with. Um, uh, so in other phases of the game and, and play the field position battle with our punt team. And so one of the kids we had at Merritt Island, uh, Matt Beardall, uh, went to Marshall as a scholarship long snapper. And he was a Conference USA All-American. And so Matt's back home. Um, it was kind of kind of felt like, you know, got a bad deal, you know, this year as he comes out. And he's you know, probably the best long snapper in the country. And you got COVID going on. And, and so NFL camps were closed. So I got Matt to come up and help us out. Um, Marshall led the nation in – punt return yardage um you know, as far as what they give up and you now i want to say they were like single digit average punt return yardage and oh, so man, that's awesome yeah uh, so matt came up um worked with our guys um kind of helped us with some schemes and 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 things that they did at marshall but um you know, we didn't rugby all the time, um, you know, only when we kind of felt safe doing it or, um, you know, depending on the, on the defensive formation. Um, so if they had a return on, um, uh, you know, with two guys deep or they're really trying to fair catch a ball or something like that, um, we would rugby it. And we would give our kicker, hey, man, you got the green light. Um, if you feel like you can get the first down, go run and get the first down. Um, but uh, um, he probably did it, I'd say probably eight or ten times through the course of, a, of an eight-game season this year. Um, and uh, uh, we were about 75% with it, um, so of converting it. And, uh, but we did a good job with it. Um, uh, so it was one of those things where the kids, uh, they liked it. So they had fun with it. Um, they felt like it gave them an edge. Man, that's awesome. I, somebody did that to us uh, like two years ago. And I just, we've never had a punter I feel like, felt like could do that. But, man, I would definitely do that if I could. You know, like I let it rip and let that guy roll yeah. rugby it and kick it. Yeah. That's fantastic. And, and so the trick of it is, is – you've got to find a guy that can consistently place the ball in between the numbers and the sideline. Mm, yeah, and that's, that's, that's key for sure. So that was our thing. And, and 
so that was something that we got from Marshall. And I ended up calling up there and talking to their special teams guy. And he sent me a bunch of, a bunch of cutups and stuff. And, 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 uh, but that was one of the things that they looked for was, you know, we're going to use the sideline as an extra defender and we're going to try to pin that ball and the returner into the sideline. And so he said, you know, it's a disaster. So when you roll, say if you're rolling right, mm -hmm. when you go to kick it and the ball goes left. Oh, that'd be and, no good. You know, it's a disaster. And, and But he said, you know, if you can, uh, can consistently place the ball in between the numbers and the sideline, you're going to have, you know, great success, you know, in your punt game. Hmm. That is awesome, Coach. Coach, man, I really appreciate your, your time and your wisdom. This, is, this has been fantastic. One thing I would ask, I ask three of all my guests, is at the end, um, just give, like, young coaches a nugget um, for something they can grasp onto as they're maybe they're getting into, getting into the profession and maybe they're going through a tough first year or second year and uh, something they can, they can use going forward. Sure, sure. Um, there was a young coach, you know, coming up. I thought, um, you know, I was very fortunate right out of college to get on a great staff with, you know, guys that were a lot more experienced than me. So guys that were a lot older than me and guys who won a heck of a lot more games than I'd, you know, I'd even coached in. And, and, and so, um, one, you know, I learned to listen to the old guys in the room because um, they're the ones that have been there. And, 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 and just sometimes bite your tongue. You don't know it all. You'll never know it all. Um, but there's a lot of wisdom in those old coaches. And so, you know, I was very fortunate, um, you know, my first job and then, um, then going on to Merritt Island, um, that, that, you know, I thought I was a smart football coach, but then I got around some of these other guys and I'm like, man, I don't know as much as I thought I know. Mm, yeah. And, and so that's one thing, you know, when you get on a good staff, stay there. Don't go anywhere. Um, and, and, you know, kind of looking back, you know, I felt like, you know, I might have jumped too early. Um, said, hey, I want to you know, be a head coach or I want to go you know, be a coordinator or, or whatever. But there's so much to learn. And, you know, I've been very fortunate. Um, you know, and having a guy like Jeff McClain, you know, that's been in this game. I mean, Jeff's been a high school, you know, high school coach for 30-something years. He coached wide receivers for Spurrier uh, at Florida for a few years. Um, he was on staff with Gruden at Tampa Bay. Um, he, uh, um, he was on staff at Georgia Tech. Um, so, you know, find guys like that. You know, that you can draw wisdom from, you, know, you can draw experience from, and they will make you a better football coach by just listening to them and watching them. Hmm. 
That's good, Coach, man. I, that's that's good wisdom. And, Coach, I appreciate you coming on. I uh, appreciate you taking your time to, to sure, give us your, your story and your wisdom. And uh, I will I will treasure this podcast, Coach. I really appreciate you coming on. And, and thank you just for – for just giving us all this, this wonderful wisdom, um, with your, with your limited free time. Yeah, brother. No, man, I, I, no, thank you so much. The, 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 um, uh, I've always listened to the podcast and never thought I'd, uh, so I'd ever be on one, but, uh, um, uh, no, all you guys that are, uh, that are sharing this information and these coaches, you know, that are willing to share and, and, uh, um, you no, know, cause we all want to get better. Um, you knowing it's for the kids, you know, uh, so in the end and, and, and so, you know, the better we can be, you know, the better our kids can be and the better our teams can be. And, and, uh, but, uh, uh, I thank you guys, you know, for, you know, for taking the time to do this for everybody. And, and, uh, uh so it's an awesome thing. Yeah, Coach. Coach, I appreciate you. And, uh, man, I look forward to just continuing to communicate with you and uh, through Twitter and uh, appreciate all your information you're putting out there. Sure, man. Thanks so much.